You're listening to the sermon audio from Redemption Church. Redemption Church exists to exalt Christ, edify the saints, and evangelize the world for the glory of God. For more information on Redemption Church, just go to redemption.church. Well, good morning. It is an exciting day for us, and I want to officially welcome you to Redemption Church, particularly if this is your first time. And so this is uh, the time of our service where we're transitioning into the sermon. So if you have some kindergartners, this is the time for them to, to go to Bible study if you'd like. And they're going Miss Lindsay Shank up here. So if you got some kindergartners and Mr. Matt, can't forget him. So feel free to uh, send your kindergartners with them for a time of Bible study and the Word together. And let me invite you to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26 through 31. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 26 through 31. So as you turn there in your copy of God's Word, let me, let me read it for us. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, starting in verse 26. <coughs> For consider your calling, brothers. Not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even the things that are not, to bring to nothing the things that are so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. And because of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption, so that as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray together. Father, we come before you so excited, so eager about what you are doing in Redemption Church. And Lord, this is such an exciting Sunday. We are so grateful for so many new faces this morning. And Father, we just are so thankful that they came this morning to worship with us. And and Lord, as your word is open, as we've read it, Father, we pray that this spirit-wrought, inspired, inerrant, infallible word, your word, Father, would, would speak into our hearts Lord, that you would awaken us to the beauties and the glories of Christ. Lord, that you would cause us to see how wonderfully good news the gospel truly is. And so, Father, we pray that above all, Lord, that you and your Son and your Holy Spirit, that, Lord, you, our triune God, would be exalted and glorified through your people's praise this morning. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. So if I haven't had the chance to meet you yet, my name is Justin Dieter. I'm the the lead pastor of Redemption Church, and I just want to thank you for coming to worship with us this morning on our our launch Sunday. And so we've been meeting for several months now, laying what we hope is a solid biblical foundation for Redemption Church. And so this is kind of our going public Sunday in which we publicly are launching our ministry to the city of Wilson, the city that we love As the people of Redemption Church, we love Jesus, and we love Wilson, and we want to see the gospel, the good news of Christ, go forth into this city and beyond, and so we are so glad that you are here with us. So at Redemption Church, as you're hopefully starting to pick up on in our worship this morning, we love God's Word. 
We love the Bible. We believe it to be true, inspired by God, every word of it, and profitable for for the building up of Christ's church and for the proclamation of the good news of salvation. And so every Sunday, we gather together to worship, and kind of the the, the centerpiece of our worship is, is the sermon in which God's word is declared over God's people and that we look to God's word together and we dive in deep and we study it and and we seek to understand how God's word applies to our life today and how we ought to put it into practice. And so that's what we're doing right now. And so this morning, my ambition is to preach to you from this passage, 1 Corinthians 1, 26 through 31. and, And I want to share this morning what Redemption Church is all about. And of course, I want to invite you, particularly if you're new with us, I want to invite you to join along with us in this mission that we believe God has given us as Redemption Church. So as we look to this text that we just read this morning, I really just want to drive home one point. Simple, not terribly complicated, but it's a a simple point I really want you to to latch on to. And this is the point. Redemption is only found in Jesus Christ. Redemption is only found in Jesus Christ. Because at Redemption Church, we were nobody special. <laughs> I can say that on behalf of all our members without offending them. Don't worry. We're, we're a bunch of nobodies. In fact, we're just, we're just ordinary people. But yet, as we see from the text of Scripture before us, the gospel of Jesus Christ is for nobodies. For nobodies. Paul is writing to the Corinthian church here, and he's he's urging them to consider their calling into the church, into Christ, into salvation. And Paul just reminds them who they used to be a little bit. Not to to humble them, but just to make it crystal clear how extravagant God's grace really is. Because when it comes to the evaluation of the world, right, what the world values, what the world praises and, and delights in and celebrates, The church is really nothing special to most of the world, is it? The church is made up of of nobody special, right? Here in the Corinthian church, there's nothing particularly lavish about them, right? They're not celebrities. They're not important people in society. They're not the movers and shakers. They're not political leaders. They're not of noble birth. They weren't wise according to the, the philosophy of the age. But yet, God chose to redeem those nobodies to save them, to call them unto himself. And thereby, God, through the gospel of Jesus Christ, overturns the values of the world upon their heads. Look at what the text says. God chose, verse 27, God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing the things that are. You see, in Christ Jesus, through his salvation that he provides us upon his cross and through his resurrection, this good news, this gospel brings upheaval to the values of the world, completely ruptures it, proving that the wisdom of the world, guess what? It's actually foolishness. It's actually foolishness. And the foolishness of God is true wisdom. You see, God doesn't just extend salvation to the affluence and wealthy of society. Praise God, right? He doesn't just extend salvation to the the power breakers and the political leaders, but rather God calls the nobodies to redemption through Jesus Christ. 
the people nobody look at, everybody glosses over, people forget about. He calls them to redemption through his son, Jesus Christ. Even the nobodies of Wilson, North Carolina. It's interesting if you go outside of Wilson and you start talking with people and they ask you where you're from, you say, I'm, I'm from Wilson. They're like, what? Where's, where's that, right? Wilson is not even on the map for most people. They don't recognize. And if they do recognize Wilson, they just recognize the barbecue, if anything, right? That's, that's what calls their attention. But for most of the world, people aren't concerned about Wilson. They're not concerned what's going on here. They're not. And so, so we are in a relatively small town, and it can feel like, man, there's nothing significant in Wilson. Why plant a church in Wilson? Why start this work in Wilson? Why don't we go to the, the bigger cities, the places where it's more important, where the influential people are? And of course, they need churches as well. But the gospel reminds us that the gospel are for the nobodies like you and me here in Wilson, North Carolina. And could it be that in God's mysterious providence and his sovereignty and in his will, that God just might bring forth renewal and revival in a city like Wilson of all places? That's just the kind of thing God does, isn't it? This is where God works powerfully. And that's our prayer, right? That, that through Redemption Church, but just in this city in general, that there would be a gospel revival that breaks out. That the gospel would go forth and people's lives would be transformed by Jesus Christ. So at Redemption Church, we gladly claim this identity of nobodies. This is who we are. We are nobodies who have had our lives transformed by Jesus Christ. He is our only hope. He is our redemption. Because at Redemption Church, we believe that that every human being, you, me, everyone, is sinful and rebellious against God, hostile to him, hostile to his word, but nevertheless, nevertheless, God in his love sent Christ to the world in order to save us, the nobodies. And even though we were God's enemies, God in his sovereign love for us pursued us and paid the penalty for our sin upon the cross so that we could be redeemed. And so we believe that God loved us. He loved you so much, so extravagantly, so lavishly that he sent Jesus upon the cross. And we see the love of God displayed for you, for me, for the whole world as Jesus Christ hangs upon the tree, absorbing the full weight of judgment for sin, but yet at the same time pouring out extravagantly and abundantly the love of God for his church. This is what we believe, that Christ has done. We believe that redemption is only found in Jesus, only found in Jesus. And if you look for redemption in anything else, any other person, any other activity, any other hobby, you're not, you're not going to find it. That the problem of our rebelliousness, the problem of our sin can only be resolved by the sin bearer, Jesus Christ, the God-man who came into this world. And so this morning, you might feel like a, a bit of a nobody, right? It, it's intimidating coming to a new church for the first time, and, and particularly when there's a lot of people you don't know. We, and so you, you feel maybe a little out of place, Perhaps maybe you feel a little bit like you don't belong. Perhaps this morning as you look at your life, your your life seems to be a a bit of a mess, chaotic. You're not sure what's going on there. Perhaps there's sin in your life that's enslaving you and strangling you and you're unable to break free from it. Maybe these these last several years you've, you've strayed away from God and you've been wayward and 
just not seeking the Lord at all. Maybe this is your first time ever going to a church. And if that's you, then Redemption Church is a place for you. We welcome you. We, too, are broken sinners who have had our lives transformed by Jesus Christ alone. And like you, we, too, are nobodies. However, we have had our lives transformed by somebody, and that somebody is Jesus Christ. You see, you might look at your life this morning, and as you look at your life, you, you feel like you're just not worthy of God's love, that you're, you're not deserving of redemption. And guess what? You're not. I'm not. None of us are. But if that's you, if you feel that way this morning, then take heart in this good news. Christ Jesus came to save sinners just like you, just like you, just like me. You are just the type of person, just the type of person, low and despised by the world that the Lord loves to lift up, save, and call unto himself. And even though we are rebel sinners against the holy God, God sent his son, Jesus Christ, into the world to save us. While we were, were unrighteous, Christ was righteous. While we were unfaithful, Jesus was faithful for us. While we were disobedient against God, Jesus was fully obedient to his father, even obedient unto death, even death upon a cross. And at the cross of Christ, we see that that Jesus bore the full weight of God's wrath toward our sin so that, that anyone who would look to Christ in faith, trusting in what Christ has accomplished, that you might be freed from your sin, that you might be forgiven, that you might be liberated, that you might redeem because Jesus died the death that you and I deserve to die. But the good news of the gospel is not only that Jesus died in the place of sinners, but that he was raised for sinners on the third day. That Jesus did not stay dead, but by the power of the Father, he resurrected a new life on the third day. And it is this gospel, this gospel that, that unites us together as Redemption Church. This is this gospel that causes us to, to gather together for worship as a people. Because we believe that this message of Christ is good news, really good news. The best news in the whole world. And this is news that we want to share with, with everyone. We want to share with you. We want to share with our whole city. We want to share with the whole world that Christ is the Savior. That Jesus has saved us by his grace. And so as Redemption Church, we joyfully and gladly and passionately want to tell everyone that redemption is only found in Jesus Christ. So I know a lot of you this morning, you're, you're thinking through, well, I'm, I'm looking for a church. I'm trying to figure out exactly where God's calling me to be, to not only join in worship, but to get connected with. And, and so I wanted to take a little time this morning, just a little Go, go a little detail, just what is Redemption Church all about? What, are, what is, of course, we're about the gospel, but what is, what is Redemption Church about? So we believe that the church is a gift of God to his people. And as Redemption Church, we want to be a blessing to our community, to our city, to our world. And so I want to share you a little bit about who Redemption Church is and what we hope to be in the months and years to come. And so I know many of you here today, you're here because you're looking for a church, and we're glad you're here. And I want to, of course, invite you to join us in what God is doing in Redemption Church. So our, our mission as Redemption Church is to exalt Christ, 
edify the saints and evangelize the world for the glory of God. And so I want to just briefly walk through what we mean by, by each of those phrases and kind of how we hope to accomplish it here, just so you can get a little bit of a picture about what Redemption Church is all about. So first, Redemption Church seeks to exalt Christ. Exalt Christ. And by exalt, it means we want to we lift high, we want to raise up Christ, that we want to make much of him in our hearts, in our world, because, again, we believe Jesus is the only redeemer of our souls. And because he is, he's the only savior, we want to exalt him as God, as Lord of our life, as the King of kings. And so the primary way that we exalt Christ as Redemption Church is through this weekly gathering for worship for the explicit purpose of making much of Jesus. So we meet weekly for worship on Sundays, right? We usually start serving the coffee around 10 o'clock and we fellowship, we talk, we engage in one another's lives and we begin worship at 1030. And so at Redemption Church, we want our, our church and particularly our worship in the church to be rooted in the teaching and proclamation of the word of God. And at Redemption Church, we, we read the word, we pray the word, we sing the word, we preach the word. It's what we do every Sunday, right? This is what we gather to do as, as the church. And we want to worship God with passion, with zeal, with eagerness, with overflowing joy. But we want to, to do so in response to the truth of God's word. We want the truth of the gospel and of, of the scriptures to provoke us to deeper and more intimate and more passionate displays of worship towards God. And we believe that as the truth of God is proclaimed, as it's shared, that what God begins to do by his spirit is our hearts begin to rejoice and worship, and we respond to God in love for his son, Jesus Christ. So at Redemption Church, we take the Bible very seriously. We love it. We love to teach it. We love to study it. So again, preaching takes a significant place in our worship. And our primary method of preaching at Redemption Church is called expository preaching. That might be a, a new word for you, but it just simply means expose the text. So we go week by week, verse by verse through books of the Bible. That's the primary way that we work through God's word together. So beginning next Sunday, if you come back with us, we're going to begin walking through the book of Philippians through this fall. So we'll start in chapter 1, verse 1, and we'll, we'll make our way through the rest of the book because we believe expository preaching helps us grow in God's word. It helps us take God's word as it is. It helps us grow deeper, allowing every verse of scripture to be taught and proclaimed. We don't want to skip over passages because they're hard or, or difficult. We believe every, every verse is profitable for the church. So we invite you to come back next week as we begin studying the book of Philippians together. But in addition to our worship, not only do we have preaching, we, we read scripture, we pray, and of course we value congregational singing. And how beautiful all of you were singing this morning as we worship the Lord together. So we're particularly focused on congregational singing. So we, we really don't aim to impress you or entertain you with our music. That's just not what we're about. But rather, we see the goal of music at Redemption Church is to stir the hearts of God's people to sing joyfully and loudly from the, the deep recesses of their heart to exalt Christ. And so in our worship, our desire at the end of the day is that you would come away 
each Sunday in awe of Christ. In awe of Christ. We don't want to... We don't want you to be impressed with, with me, with the worship leader, with whoever's up here. That's not the goal. We're not the point. But rather, we want you to be in awe of Christ and all of his love for you and all of his redeeming love for you. So that means every Sunday, we want to keep the focus on Jesus. Every Sunday, we're here to exalt Christ. That's what we're for. I pray that's why you're here is you want to worship Jesus this morning. And so we want to keep the focus on Jesus. And, and let me just tell you, it's easy for us to begin to make worship about ourselves. It happens in a lot of churches. Either we kind of like things the way they are and stay the same, and so we kind of get into a comfortable routine that becomes cold and formal and dead. Or a lot of times people turn worship into some sort of pep rally, right? (laughs) That tries to impress the congregation with with wailing guitar solos and whirling lights and, and fog machines. And that's just... Well, at Redemption Church, we don't want either of those options, right? Those are both bad. We don't, we don't want to be focused on anything else but, but Jesus. And we want to clearly communicate every Sunday that, that Jesus is the one being exalted here. And so we believe that worship will be most impactful in our lives if we take the focus off of ourselves and we put our focus on, on Christ. And it is only when we are week in and week out personally encountering Jesus Christ that we will be transformed. And so because we want to be about Christ and exalting Christ, we believe that transformation can only come through the gospel of Jesus Christ, this good news. And as we've already seen from 1 Corinthians, this is, this is the gospel is good news for us, for all of us. And at Redemption Church, we never want to assume the gospel or marginalize the gospel. But rather, each Sunday we gather, we want to center ourselves upon the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we desire to be a gospel-centered church. We, we want to exalt Christ by proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ every single Sunday. Because you need it, I need it, we all need to be reminded of what Christ has done for us. And of course, we want to urge those who are with us on Sundays who don't know Christ to look to him and believe and trust in Christ for the forgiveness of their sins. So at Redemption Church, particularly through our weekly gathering each Sunday, we want to exalt Christ because we believe that he deserves the honor, not you. He deserves the praise, not me. He deserves the love. And this is what worship is about. We want to give to Christ self-denying, gospel-centered worship. That's, That's our vision for what we're doing here on Sunday morning. But secondly, Redemption Church seeks to edify the saints, Edify the saints. What in the world does edify mean? That's not a word we use all that often anymore. But, but what does it mean? And simply, it, edify just means to build up, to build up, to, to help others grow in Christian maturity. This means that Redemption Church, we want to come alongside of you and help you deeply grow in your knowledge of Christ. And so at Redemption Church, we do this primarily through two ways. It's kind of our, the way we want to do this, build up one another in Christ, is we do that through the teaching of God's word and through community groups, community groups. So first we do it by teaching God's word, right? And of course, this happens through the preaching each Sunday morning as we root ourselves in the scriptures. But, but we want to have other avenues in which people are bringing God's word to bear on one another's lives. We want to help you be able to to read the Bible for yourself, to learn how to study it, to learn how how to interpret it, 
and to do that with others who can help you. So we want to resource you and equip you with good biblical resources that help you press in deeper to God's word. That's why we've got that resource table out there for you. It's heavily discounted books to, to help you press ultimately deeper into God's word. And so we want to come alongside you, help you to learn to study God's word so that you can grow in your knowledge of Christ. And then secondly, we would just want to build you up by connecting you to Christian community. The Christian life isn't to be a solo project. God has designed us to flourish, to grow, to thrive, to be mature within the context of Christian community. So you and I, we need other people in our lives who can come alongside to teach us, who can help us follow Christ. And so the main way we do this at Redemption Church is through community groups. Now, what are community groups? Community groups are multi-generational sermon discussion small groups that meet in people's homes on the weeknights. And they're different weeknights depending on the group. And so we have a lot of different groups, but if you want to get connected to Redemption Church, first come back next week. But as, as you sense more and more that this, this might be the church that God is calling me to be a part of, to get connected with, to get involved, don't just come on Sunday morning, but then start figuring out ways to get connected deeper. And if you want to take that next step, Find a community group. Find a community group. And you can do that by going to our website, or you can do that by stopping by the welcome table any Sunday morning. They are open to everyone. So if you would like to get connected to one in the weeks to come, or even today, we are happy to assist you with that. And then finally, Redemption Church seeks to evangelize the world. Evangelize the world. As we grow together in Christ, building up one another, we want to send each other out. We don't want to be a, a holy huddle growing together and, and not reaching our world. So we want to send one another out. We want to evangelize the world. We want to take the message of Christ around the world. So we want to be a great commission church, seeking to make disciples of all the nations of the earth. So we believe that the responsibility for sharing the gospel with others is given to every Christian every believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. So, so we want to equip one another at the church to be able to share the gospel with people in your life. We want to do everything we do every day with gospel intentionality. We want the gospel to, to always be on our lips every time we go to Target, every time we pick up a drink from Starbucks, whether it's our kid's school or whether it's our neighborhood, we want to be intentional about building relationships with those who don't know Christ and sharing with them the hope of redemption that is only found in Jesus. But we also want to see larger ministry take place within this city. We want to be a blessing to Wilson, North Carolina. So we want to be actively involved in serving our community, whether it's helping just to meet the, the tangible physical needs of people in this community in the name of Christ, whether it's serving in local schools, whether it's assisting other ministries in the community already working, we, we want to be present. We want to be active. We want to seek to do good for Wilson in the name of Jesus Christ. But our aspirations for missions go beyond just Wilson itself. We want to evangelize the world, the world. We want to partner with missionaries and with church planners to see the gospel go outside of our city into places where it is yet to go. So we long, as the psalmist says, to see the nations be glad and sing for joy. That's our heart. That's our desire. So our aspiration is that even from within our own body, God would raise up missionaries and church planners and pastors that we would happily send out to go fulfill the Great Commission. And we do all of this 
for the glory of God. That's not just a tack-on phrase, right? But this, is, this gets to the heart. Look at, look at what Paul says here in the text in verse 29. He talks about how God has up, upheaved all the, the worldly values, and, and, and we get a little bit of reason why God did it that way. Look at verse 29. So that no human being might boast in the presence of God, and because of him, being Jesus, right? Because of him, you are in Christ Jesus who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption so that as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. This is our, our ultimate aim as Redemption Church is to glorify God because the only thing we have to boast in is God himself, is the Lord. And why is that? Well, it's because salvation is only through Jesus. He does it all by his grace. He gets all the glory. Jesus gets all the praise. We did not save ourselves, but he saved us. We cannot save ourselves. So therefore, we, we want to worship Christ. We want to exalt Christ above everything else. We want to build one another up. We want to see the gospel go forth as we evangelize the world to the very ends of the earth. And we do all of that for the glory of King Jesus. Because Jesus has saved us from sin, he saved us from death, we gladly and joyfully boast in him alone and and we live our lives as a living sacrifice for his praise. So because of this gospel of grace that we've talked about this morning, there there is no room for boasting. There's no place for pride within the church of Jesus Christ. At Redemption Church, we... We're not a people who act like our lives to all together. Guess what? None of our lives are all together. We don't want to go about the religious game of putting on this facade of religious mask and acting like we're, we're perfect Christians because we're not. Rather, we want to acknowledge that we are all struggling sinners who have been saved by God's grace and praise the Lord will be sustained by that same grace. So therefore, as a church, we just want to be authentic and vulnerable with one another. We don't want to feel like we have it all together. We don't want to feel the need to hide our struggles or to pretend like we're the the perfect Christian, whatever that means. But rather, we want to daily confess our need upon Christ, and we want to rely on the blessings of God's grace given to us in him. And we want people to pray for us, encourage us, teach us, help us, Because for us, even though we are nobodies, Jesus has become to us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption itself. This is what Redemption Church is all about. Treasuring Christ above all as he alone is our righteousness and our redemption. We believe that Jesus, he's freed us free from sin by his blood. And that new life is only offered in Christ. This is the story of the founding members of Redemption Church. And this is my story as well. And I grew up the son of a pastor. I grew up as a preacher's kid. And I was around church all of the time, 24-7 it felt like. I grew up literally riding down the aisles of the church on a toy car, right? And then picking out on leftover communion bread when it was all said and done, right? I was, I was a rambunctious preacher's kid, as many of us are. But for many years, the church, the gospel, the Bible, none of it made a ton of sense, of, sense to me in any way. I, 
And kind of really what I gleaned from a lot of my childhood was, well, it's important to be good. It's important to act good. That seemed important. But as I grew up, it didn't take me long to figure out that my sin has quite a grip on my heart, enslaving in so many ways. And as I began to try to live the good Christian life, it came to my apparent conclusion that I, I can't do it. It didn't take long for me to see the wretchedness of my own heart that was becoming increasingly apparent in my life as I grew up. And I began to see, by God's grace, just how much I needed a Savior. And eventually, praise the Lord, a moment of surrender came as the Holy Spirit convicted me of my sin, as he allowed me to truly understand the scandal of God's grace for a sinner like me. And I began to understand and realize why the cross of Christ is so important. And I began to realize that I wasn't good enough and that I could never be good enough. That as a preacher's kid who grew up in the church, my, my pharisaical heart looked good from the outside to the watching world. Everybody looked, could look to me and say, man, that's, that's what being the Christian is. But inwardly, I was rotting away. However, God, by his grace, saved me and redeemed me. He opened my eyes to the, to the beauty of Christ. He captivated my heart, and, and I believed in Christ, and God saved me. And so when it comes to my salvation, I have no grounds for boasting. No grounds. Had not God awakened me to the truths of the gospel, I would still be lost in my sin. I'm not sure what your redemption story is today. Maybe you don't have one. Maybe you've never heard the gospel before. Maybe you've heard it, but you've just never really understood it. Maybe the, today the Holy Spirit is opening up your eyes to really understand what the gospel is all about. And I pray that if that's you this morning, that you would turn from your sins and that you would believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, that you would trust in him, and that today would be the day of your redemption in Jesus Christ, that the Lord would save your soul as he awakens you to his glorious love by his grace. Maybe today you've just been playing the church game all of your life, like a former preacher kid like myself, right? Maybe you've done the church thing, but, but God has yet to really awaken you to the truths of the gospel, the cross of Christ and his resurrection doesn't really grip your heart or grip your soul. You know the facts, but Lord is, the Lord has yet to awaken you to the beauty of it. I pray that the Lord would awaken you today and that you would truly trust in Christ for the first time. Still, others of you might be looking for a new church home. You love Jesus, but you've just been struggling to find a church that has a singular focus on Christ and that's committed to growing deeply together in the word of God. Sadly, such churches are hard to find nowadays. And if so, that's what we want to be. That's who we hope to be as Redemption Church. And if you're looking for a church like that, we joyfully invite you to be a part of Redemption Church. Come back later, hear more about redemption, learn about Christ, begin to get plugged into community at Redemption. But no matter where you are, in your life, whether you're a founding member, whether you're a visitor, no matter where you are, the invitation is the same for us all. Come to Christ.
Come to Christ. He is the Savior. He is the only Redeemer of our souls. And so this morning, we are so glad that so many of you are here to worship with us this morning. And so let us give thanks today. Thanks to God for the redemption we have in Jesus Christ. Let's pray together. Father, we are so overjoyed, Lord, over the redemption that we have in Jesus Christ. Father, as we've learned from 1 Corinthians, Lord, we know that the gospel is for nobodies, for sinners, for the, the low of society. And Lord, we are so grateful, Lord, that Jesus Christ came to save sinners of whom I am the foremost. Father, we are grateful that you made him who knew no sin to be sin so that in him we might become your righteousness. Father, I pray for anyone this morning who doesn't know Christ. Lord, that you would draw them to yourself. Lord, that you would convict them of their sin, as painful as they might be. But Lord, that you might truly expose and reveal their need in a way that they've never really known before. And Lord, that in the desperation of their sinfulness, Lord, that they would look to Christ and live. Lord, that they would call out in faith to Jesus Christ. And Lord, that they would respond in repentance and faith and thus be redeemed by Jesus Christ this morning. But Father, I pray for all of us, Lord, that you would help us to look to Christ as our only hope, as our only redeemer, as the only savior of our souls. Lord, we want to exalt him this morning. We want to worship him. We want to lift high the name of Christ. And Father, we pray that on this launch Sunday of Redemption Church, that this Sunday would be the first of many to come in which we exalt Christ together. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.